was not recycled in a day. Welcome to Rome Was Not Recycled in a Day. Keith and Molly back for another episode of the podcast that helps you to incorporate recycling more into your daily life. Yes, we are here to discover more ways to recycle and also stay up to date on the ever-changing recycling world. And we'd love to hear from you listeners. We would, and we have a website for that because because we're, we're, Fancy. we're, we're cool like that. Yeah. Um, we have a contact form on the website, and that would be a great place for you to go if you have had a recycling question, if you have something that you want us to talk about, if if you need to confess your <laughs> landfill sins. We are uh, a judgment-free zone. We don't judge in Rome. <laughs> and Molly, I have a confession to make. I'm here. I I read online, and I don't know if it's true, because, you know, if it's on the internet, it must be true, right? Real. I read online that I can put my batteries in the trash. So I used to keep this box. I've got this box right over here on the shelf. That This is so awesome for our listeners. Molly and I are back in person. Like, Woo-hoo! she's sitting across the desk from me for the first time in years. Uh, I've got this box over here on the shelf, and I used to put all my batteries in it, and I would take them, and I would... I would take them to places that would do I don't know something with my batteries, and I stopped running out of place. I started running out of places to take my batteries, so I just started putting them in the trash. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> I I think you might have some battery advice for me and everyone else today because batteries are a problem. So now that I've confessed, can you? Yes. Does your soul feel so clean? It, it it feels it feels totally cleansed. <laughs> I, I I hope, and I'll I'll know for sure at the end of today's episode. So well, I don't know how clean it'll feel because I found as I worried about this and looked things up that this is one of those conundrums with um, varying facts and things change city to city. Um, so I, I looked up some basic facts, but we might. We might leave with more questions than answers, which is fine. That's totally fine. We don't have all the answers. And if we did have all the answers, they would change eventually. So we're going to do the best we can today because that's all we can do and use the information we have. Um, And then if we learn more in coming months and years, then we can update the episode. How's that sound? The current scoop on batteries. I'm all ready for it. Hit me. So I'm guessing when when you were keeping a box full of batteries, they were all different kinds of batteries. So... Some of the names that you might see at the store when you go to buy batteries are alkaline single use or rechargeable or lithium or nickel cadmium. All these kind of, um, and lead, lead and sulfate are in some batteries, sulfuric acid. Um, So if you're a a chemistry buff and you want to call in or write in, we would love to learn from you for sure. All sorts of nasty chemicals there. Yes. And some of them poison the earth. Ick. Soil and water, um, which we grow our food in. So it's not a great combination to put them in your soil or near water. Um, But then there's some that can be infinitely recycled. So what we want to do is figure out what are the the big no-nos to put in your trash. 
which then goes to the landfill. And pretty much anytime you see lithium, you don't want lithium to go in your trash can. So we, we want to make sure that stays out of the trash. Most alkaline single-use batteries do not have lithium. Now, they used to put mercury in single-use batteries, but they no longer do that for most brands, which is why in the 2017 article on ProTechRecycling.com, it says the Duracell single-use and the Energizer single-use can go in the trash can because they no longer have harmful chemicals. So I'm not doing something horrible by throwing my alkaline batteries away. I'm not going to say that completely. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. I'll stop getting excited. I'm, yes. Now. I'm going to say most likely doing the best with the information we have on hand, it is, it is not poisoning the earth to throw away Duracell and Energizer. Okay. Single-use batteries. Uh, I'll, I'll, and that looks like AAA, AA, you know. Now, if you have an Energizer button cell battery, usually those have some form of lithium metal in them. Okay. That's according to the EPA. EPA.gov has a lot of helpful information for those of you who would like to research more. And if you find that you found a different fact, we'd love to hear it. We do not need to be the know-it-alls. We want to be the grow-it-alls. We want to <laughs> grow in our knowledge of recycling, right? That's we're what we do in Rome. We're all in this together. Yes, we are all in this together. So button cell batteries, sometimes they're called coin batteries. So they're flat and some they go in hearing aids, they go in watches, they go in some toys, they go in remote controls. Like those are in a lot of places. So check the package. If it says lithium on it, please don't put it in your trash or in your curbside, which is usually your municipal recycling collection bin. Don't put them in there either. Definitely those not the not curbside. Go no, in the curbside. Definitely no. not the curbside. No. So another form of battery you might see is a rechargeable battery. Now, I love rechargeable batteries. However, they require more effort because you have to have a charger. Recharge them. And then you have to actually <laughs> recharge them. And it also helps to have an extra set mm -hmm. because you have to wait for it to recharge. And if it's something that you need immediately, especially it's like for a medical device or something, mm -hmm. you want to make sure you have some charge batteries to put in whatever you are needing them for. Um, there has been a debate on the reliability of rechargeable batteries. So like if you are in the performing arts and you need all of the sound equipment to work and all of the mics run off AA batteries, they're most people in production will not use rechargeable batteries just because they're not always reliable and sometimes you can check to see how much juice they have in them but sometimes that's not always true either so for things that are non-emergency like a remote control for your television mm. I don't know, some people might call that an emergency well it depends on your priorities <laughs> yeah. season i don't know uh -huh. um but a non-emergency with backup rechargeables is a good option a better option than single use. And that's great for like all of the toys and, and electronic yes. games and things that um, tend to eat up batteries quickly, but totally. that in a pinch, if you're without batteries, the world will not come to a screeching halt. Let's hope not. Let's hope it's not that easy <laughs> right. for the world to end. <laughs> See priorities. So rechargeables also have some chemicals in them that cannot go in the trash can. So when you do invest in rechargeable batteries, hopefully they'll last you a decade or so, but when you have expired every bit of use out of them, then there are some options to recycle those. 
the trick is finding one that's affordable for you because oftentimes when it costs money we just end up throwing it in the trash and looking the other way that's where the guilt sets in right that's when we need the confessional exactly yeah so if you are saving rechargeable batteries or if you're saving any kind of batteries there's always the opportunity for a fire to start within that box so, like, literally, not even metaphorically. Like, when the ends of batteries can hit each other in a certain way, it can start a fire. So there's a flame hazard whenever you're saving batteries. So keeping that in the back of your mind, you can look up on earth911.com. One of or, our favorite sites on this show. Yes. Or calltorecycle.com, and that's the number two. So it's C-A-L-L, the number two, recycle.com. Cool. And you can put in the item you're wondering about and your zip code. And they will offer you some options that are close by, some of which require money. So I believe TerraCycle has a collection program, but you buy the box and you can only have it a certain size because they don't want to fire and you have to tape the ends with scotch tape and then you have to bundle it and then it's so heavy you got to reinforce the bottom of the box. I'm only speaking from experience here. When you try to pick up a box of batteries oh, it's pretty heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's there, ugly. there are are options and if you don't want to mail in to Call to Recycle or Earth Number 1 or TerraCycle, you can call the store Batteries Plus Bulbs and they oftentimes will take back rechargeable batteries. However, some zip codes will charge you by the pound. Some of them will charge you per box, a flat fee. So call ahead and make sure that there's going to be an employee there that knows what to do. It's not the 16-year-old who's on a summer job. It's not fair to say, you said you'd take my batteries. <laughs> so call ahead and make sure that they know that that's what's on their website. And that's what they've said to me on the phone before. Um, but I've I've gone and taken rechargeables to them before, and one guy said, "Oh no, it's fine. Just put it right here on the counter." And then another time, a guy said, oh, "That'll be twenty five dollars." So yeah, so you just want to you want to know before you go, right? Um, but you do not want to throw your rechargeables in the trash can. So it, it's it, it's a lot of work to get rid of these rechargeables, but at least you only have to do it once every several years, as opposed to throwing all the alkalines or the button cells in the trash. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Now there's other kinds of batteries that are even harder to get rid of, I've been told. Yes. So, fun fact, KW Plastics in Troy, Alabama has a fascinating recycling story and is a huge, huge um, recycler of number fives and number twos. And, I mean, their facility is so amazing and I, we had to ride around in a truck to see all of us. It was like a campus. Wow. Um, but they started their company because they were popping off the plastic lid of a car battery and wondering what to do with it. And so they were like, well, hey, we can shred this into flakes or like little pellets and ship these pellets all over the place. People can make things out of them. And then at the, on another building, they're making paint cans out of these shredded number fives. It was, But it all started with the plastic part of the car battery battery. wow so the car battery is a lot of lead and a lot of sulfuric acid the lead is infinitely recyclable so right next door to kw plastic in troy is the facility that takes the lead out of batteries and i forgot the word they use when they like squish it down and then reuse it there's a fancy word for that um, but it's right next door. But it's right next door. So location, they, location, location. I'm telling you. And this they, is Battery Row. 
battery Wait, that doesn't road. sound right never mind yeah anyway go ahead <laughs> but they do um environmental checks every day they check their water every day wow. because a leak would just be so scary and i mean literally hazardous i'm, I'm afraid so, to ask but do you know what they do with the sulfuric acid i don't know but they oh they the website said they neutralize it i just don't know what that means all right. So All they you chemists, the you can so let can, us know what that means. Yes. Tell us how to neutralize sulfuric acid so that it doesn't pollute when it is disposed of. Wow. So I was thinking about, all right, so when I get my car battery changed, like sometimes it's me going to the store to get the battery. Sometimes it's calling AAA. So I looked at AAA to see what they do. And my son actually had to call AAA to get them to bring him a new battery um, a week or so ago. And I asked him later, well, did they take your battery that wasn't working anymore? And he said, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, what'd they do with it? And he was like, I don't know. Oh. I know. So I was like, this is a problem for me. So I got on their website and they have a they whole. They put it on the truck and they drove away. Yeah, what else do you want to know, Mom? Details. So I looked it up and they are avid recyclers of their dead batteries. AAA? So, yes. Go so AAA. on their website. So yay for AAA, Fantastic. Right? Uh, and they have a whole page that explains the process. And um, it just made me, once again, glad that I am a member of AAA. All right. Good deal. Good okay, deal. So, so we talked about alkaline, rechargeable, car those batteries. nasty car batteries. Button cell batteries. But the big problem is, how do we just cut back on batteries in general, Molly? Because I use too many, and I'd sure like to use less. And yeah, rechargeable is one option, but... Right. What else can we do? Yes, that and that is the million-dollar question. Um, but here in Rome, where we already established that we don't judge, when we talk about actually reducing the use of something or actually changing a habit or a behavior, sometimes that can sound judgmental. So I just want to be clear from the beginning that sometimes you have to use a battery. Just sometimes you do. And then sometimes you can make a different decision. So... If you have multiple remote control cars and you use them based on your mood, maybe you just need one or two. You know, maybe we're living in a culture of excess and convenience and batteries feed into that. Um, sometimes batteries are life-saving. If you have a battery in your heart monitor, please keep using that battery. A little bit, yes. <laughs> but if you have... Um, 17 different remotes for two different TVs because you like to have different options. Maybe you could look at cutting down to maybe 10 remotes instead of 17. Uh, what's something else you use a battery in? I, 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 a common one, which it seems like every time I need to use them and they're dead, is, is flashlights. Flashlights, yes. So we have a set of rechargeable batteries at our house that stays charged in the charger so that when the flashlight battery goes out it's easy to easy to change because that's usually double a or triple a right mm -hmm. so those are important you need those for safety mm -hmm. um especially sometimes it's the c's and the d's but same thing so, Just... yes um and the more you can get away from c's and d's the better so if you've got a boom box that requires nine d batteries to play music oh mercy then maybe maybe use the plug plug it in <laughs> plug it in or let's have a conversation about um, Bluetooth speakers that Ooh, recharge. Rechargeable, the yes. built-in rechargeable. Yes, Just use that puppy until it won't hold the charge anymore, and that'll probably be years. Yes. Oh, and that was another thing that was on some of the information I saw, is that if you have a device that has a battery that's really hard to get out of it, they suggest you don't try to do that, that you take it back to the manufacturer 
and let them get it out. So like, say you've got a really fancy battery wrapped in all this plastic with wires coming out of it that's like taped into your your tiny speaker. I would not suggest taking a screwdriver and trying to pry it out to see if no. it's rechargeable. No. Just take it, take it to wherever you bought that from and ask them, what is the safest and best way to replace this to battery? To get rid of that battery mm-hmm. and put a new one in. Because gotcha. you could also damage it beyond repair, and then right. they don't refund you on that. You know, we were talking a few episodes back about uh, lawn equipment and the idea of the rechargeable lawn equipment. And I'm just going to put a plug in here. I recently heard uh, that Toro has a new line of all sorts of different lawn tools, all battery operated. They all use the same rechargeable battery pack. Cool. So you just get a couple of those battery packs, keep them charged. You can put it on your leaf blower. You can put it on your lawnmower. You can put it on your chainsaw. And it's a lot less gas, and it's a rechargeable battery, and it, it's it's better for the environment at the end of the day. Amazing. Is that T-O-R-O or Toro? T-O-R-R-O? How do you spell it? I, I don't know how you spell Toro. Oh. Well, Go to Lowe's. They have them. <laughs> Home Depot. They all have well, them. That's amazing. We, I, we have a Husqvarna, and rechargeable batteries that go in our lawnmower and our blower and in our weed eater. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really nice. Like when I'm working in the yard and I'm like, I'm just going to work until the battery dies and then I get to stop. <laughs> it's like a nice way to time, time yourself. for a break. Yeah. <laughs> Toro's trying to get rid of your break on you. Yeah. No more break. No more break. Put another battery on. Yeah. So we'll go Toro. That is wonderful. This is some good stuff. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to start investing in a battery charger and and some good rechargeable batteries yes. to stop throwing my alkalines in the trash. Yes, very good. And if you, and if you have new developments, new ideas, or see a new way to keep those batteries out of the landfill, then share it with us. We would love to learn. Yeah, there's plenty of other ways to avoid the battery uh, dilemma. So we'd love to hear our listeners' ideas. And hey, send us one, and maybe you can get your 15 minutes of fame on the next episode or at least 15 seconds of fame. (laughs) I just have one thing to say about all this fun with batteries, Molly. Tell me. Charge! Oh, no way. You did not. It's too easy. (laughs) All right. Too easy. So we're we're all smart on batteries. We're going to go do better. And in the meantime, we are going to reduce, reuse, recycle, uh, recharge. But relax, because Rome was not recycled in a day. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. of Moose Crossing Studios.